The Tale of QG Caster. I open my eyes, Friday, 9.30 p.m. The white cinder block of Krayakata came into focus to the north and south of me. I nodded to Olenvat and Bethos in turn. Ahead of me, to the east, I spied the countless layers of the wizard's workshop, every color, every pattern, tissue, leather scraps, iron knobs and bits of wood, the magician at work, and behind him, steadfast Slifa. Behind me lay the water's edge, the home of Lorca, and the one that calms the anxious spirit that dwells in me, our home away from home. I had a feeling today was going to be a big one. The squeal of the wizard's tires on the pavement outside, kin to the sound of a UFO, honestly, echoed my feeling of excitement. It was already on the way. As I strode to the door, it came back to me, the wizard's card game, his monthly meeting of magical maniacs, WizCon. Every final Friday, he meets with his fellow wizards, sorcerers, some illusionists, a train conductor, and a few maintenance men to play an epic game of cards that lasts the better part of a day. Usually Lapura's home early, not because he's bad at cards, just the opposite, actually. But he's back early because someone's eyebrow twitched just so. Maybe another one's patchwork hat reminded him of a race car driving hobo. All these ideas begin stacking up, and he has to run back to the shop to get started on art or magic. But this month, it was after nine, and he was just getting in. The door swung wide as I reached for the handle, and a hand grabbed mine instead. Woo, this is it. We half-jogged to the back of the wizard's black carriage. Inside stood a tall structure, some wood and metal, and maybe glass, on top. It was hard to make out through layers of grime and dust in the growing gloom. What, uh, is it? I gulped, wrinkling my nose. Well, Leroy said he got it from a guy who found it at an estate sale of a high priest in Pennsylvania. He rubbed his hands together and grinned. I opened my mouth to question the validity of that claim, but stopped myself. The wizard had never steered us wrong before, and he clearly had a good feeling about the win. Let's unload this thing. The mystery item fit perfectly on the red square at the center of the shop. I gathered up cleaning supplies while the wizard began unwrapping our new friend. I looked up from the sink just in time to see a flash of chrome cherry red enamel, and deep walnut. Mouth open, I walked to the front of the machine, where the wizard stood. We both read aloud the chrome letters splayed across the front. Q.G. Caster. You can imagine we shared a little happy dance in that moment. Turns out the Q.G. Caster was produced by Boomfall Limited. A little searching got us a ragged copy of the owner's manual, which lacked several of its pages and was rippled with water damage and age. Inside the glass box is still a bit of a mystery. We've cleaned the outside, but are still working our way in to ensure we don't damage any mechanisms. But you have to bet we immediately figured out how to turn it on, whether we could see inside or not. I slid the old two-prong plug into a power strip with a little prayer. No immediate sparks. 
The wizard flipped the heavy metal switch on the back. A whirring sound hummed to life, several beeps in a pattern, but not a tune we recognized. Something slightly off the beat, a little strange, right up our alley. A purplish light flipped on inside the glass box at the top, a black light, a shadow lantern, or maybe a beacon of our own. I quickly flipped off the lights and we stood in the purple glow, listening to the sounds of metallic clicking. The zzzz of a blade. Another series of offbeat beeps. And what sounded like a goat whispering to you about his nightmares. What was that? I asked the wizard my eyes wide. His brow was creased with concentration. Spe-yo-ne. I think it said, speak your need. He looked at me. What's our need? I quickly scanned the database. We need to know the name of the city the wise one dwells in so we can start the project there. You think he's like a magical Rolodex? The wizard replied. Or maybe the keeper of keys and maps. His eyes lit up. He's gonna fit right in here. Welcome, QG. Metal squeaked to life again. Spare your name. The wizard mashed his thumb into the large metal button beside the queue and said, We need a name for the wise one's city. A bang echoed through the shop. The wizard jumped back, but the machine whirred on. We'd come to find out that wasn't a fluke or a sign of broken machinery. The bang was just part of the process. In all the loud clicking and thunking that ensued, we heard seven distinctive thumps that stood out from the rest. Seven letters, perhaps? The blade zipped to life again and from the worn leather chute slid a yellowed cylinder, a rolled slip of paper. It dropped into the wizard's outstretched hand and he unrolled it quickly. F-A-R-C-I-T-Y, printed in large dark letters across the top, each one capped with striking serifs. Farsity. Underneath the bold print were several lines that resembled the text your computer spits out just before it goes black on you. Numbers and letters scattered throughout, arrows and strange shapes and symbols, some white with an outline, others solid black. We're still working out this code and we'll share our progress in a future episode, but for now we had the name of our kingdom, Farsity watched over by the wise one, ready for its story to be told. The whirring died down, and the purple hue from inside the glass dimmed. We still couldn't make out what stood in the center of the glass box. It reminded me of the fortune teller games at the local arcade, but instead of a beautiful animatronic lady at the center, ours held what looked like cobweb-covered black ooze. The wizard flipped on the starlight again 
and I pinned the QG caster's note to our project board. Farsity, I repeated aloud. Clever name. I smiled at Lapura. Nice win, wizard. He grimaced and rolled his eyes. Yeah, yeah. What else needs a name? He rubbed his hands together, like a little boy with his new toy. I just turned on the light so you could get your notebook out. Let's see what else QG has in store for us. Since that night, we've been cleaning him up, slowly disassembling metal, wood, and odd bits of bone and bisque, working our way toward that ponderous black center. And each night, we turn down the stars and fire him up for another naming session. Please enjoy this week's Sumgrata, recorded as we worked on the QG Caster and other projects over the past week. Close your eyes and join us at our workshop, Kreakata. Let us open the door for you. <laughs> 